Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man show new head coach of UNLB, the running rebels out of the Mountain West Conference. Coach Kevin Kruger, coach, how you doing? Man, good to talk to you. Hey, good. How's it doing? How's it going over there? Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Hey, it's going good, coach. I know you probably have some roots in Atlanta from your time when your dad was here with the Hawks. Man, you graduated from high school here. So, how how you feel about seeing the Hawks play the Knicks, man, and get to the second round of playoffs, man? No, it was good. It was uh, you know, there's a little added uh. Uh, intrigue for us with Trey being there, of course, you know, having worked with Trey at Oklahoma, but uh, no, you mentioned it, Walton High School grad out in Marietta and uh, played for the Georgia Stars with Norm Parker and, you know, a lot of good memories and a lot of good friends from uh, from that time. Now, Coach Kruger, let me tell you this about Trey Young, about Trey Young here. When you had him in Oklahoma, did you think he'd be as good as he is right now with, with the Hawks right now? I mean, we knew he always was an electric player. You know, he did it in college. Um, uh, the, I think some of the questions, you know, that were asked about him with his size and his, and his weight, but what he's shown is that, that speed kills and his ability to change pace, change direction, uh, you know, pull up and shoot it at any time, really just keeps defenders off balance and, and he can draw a foul at any time and, and, you know, I think that ability, that skill set, that the skill he has with either hand um, just makes him so dynamic. I mean, what, what do you do? You know, do you, you can't trap him. He's too fast. He can find too many people. You try to get too physical with him. He draws fouls. Uh, you back up off him or try to play flat. Then he can see the whole floor. And, you know, you really, I, I, if I had an answer, I'd probably be coaching in the NBA against him, but <laughs> I don't. And uh, we were, we were very, very happy with our time with him in Oklahoma. He was, he was fun to watch and, uh, and he's now he's fun to watch now. I mean, that was an impressive series and, and uh, you know, Trey's not going to back down from anything. So, you know, that, that, that game that loss against New York was probably the best thing that could have happened for them in Atlanta, just to kind of get him going and, and make sure it didn't happen again. Most definitely. Now, Coach, let's get about yourself, man. Uh, getting the head coaching job at UNLV, a classic uh, school there out there in the Mountain West Conference, a lot of history out there, man. How does it feel having this job out here leading this program back for, to his prominence once more? No, it's, it's an honor. It really is. You know, I had the opportunity to play for UNLV for my graduate transfer year. So, you know, this is home for me. This is, I'm an alum here. Uh, it's just got an extra level of special to it. So, uh, you know, going in every day, just couldn't be more excited and happier. You know, life's pretty good right now. You know, we got a, a young family and, and we're, we're, we love the city. We love the people that we're 
around. And um, so, you know, we're going to try even that much harder to make it work so so we don't have to go anywhere. And how cool is to have an administration that has your back from, from day one? You align, the symmetry is there. Because, you know, without that, you can't really win. A, a lot of people don't understand this. You win with administrations. More so the X's and X's and O's, having some support, the resources, the, all that goes hand-in-hand and winning on the court every night when fans come out and cheer for you. No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the resources and the support here at UNLV are, are as good as anywhere. You know, we've got an unbelievable practice facility, two full-length courts, you know, weights, training room, all right there in the same location connected to the, the Thomas and Mac where we play our home games. Uh, the living right here, you know, is, is, you know, second to none. So we've got it all right here. At, at such a high level too, you know, we didn't have to compromise anything there throughout the years of, in terms of location or, or size of the building or what have you. Cause I mean, having those two full length courts, you know, there's never an, any time you walk into the gym, you know, there's mostly a hoop or you can hop on with somebody. So it's not too crowded and, uh, and get shots up and get work in. So, you know, no, but as you mentioned, the resources and the support here and the support in the community, you know, as you mentioned, with a historic program like UNLV, uh, really, really couldn't be luckier to have this as the first opportunity. And you, Las Vegas is growing. Like, you know, the Raiders now with the stadium they got, you know, the, the hockey team and probably the future NBA team probably in the future is coming to Las Vegas. So Las Vegas is growing. It's booming. And not to, not to mention NBA Summer League's coming in August. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Vegas booming as well. So Las Vegas, to me, Coach, it's booming. A lot of things going on out there. It's a great place to come out and live, work, and play ball. No, exactly. As you mentioned, I mean, Vegas is growing like a weed. And – it's just that with the new with the sports teams coming, you know, might add baseball and basketball here soon. You got the Raiders, you got the Golden Knights, you got the college atmosphere. Then, of course, you have the entertainment and the light, uh, the nightlife of the strip. So there's really nothing that Vegas doesn't offer in terms of entertainment. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's growing. The numbers are are growing from what the news says at, at a you know historic rates and have been for a few years and the city keeps growing out through Summerlin you know down through Henderson out to Boulder City so you know it's a great time to be in Vegas there's a lot of excitement a lot of growth a lot of energy and like as you mentioned support for kind of things to keep the city going. And coach looking at your players this summer they can actually be on campus and work out with you and being a first year head coach when they end up with your system how kids have guys on campus being able to work them out individual drills, also some team drills, watching film with those guys, evaluating what you have before October shows up here real soon. No, it's vital. It's vital to have those guys here, to have them around each other, as much as what we're going to put in from a staff, just to have the guys uh, interacting with each other daily, you know, getting that extra time in the gym together, uh, having those meals together, playing video games, you know, kind of figuring each other out and, and getting around each other so they can develop that bond and that connection so when they get out on the court, there's there's a relationship that's built there, and and those are always the ones that you know work best. You know when you when you love the guys you're fighting with, uh, you know the teams are usually better. And how's that been been relationship for you guys, our coach? You know you're a new coach and a new coach comes in. There's always some attrition and having to build trust with guys. How's that been for you so far since you took this over this job here? Uh, it's been good. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of transfers, so we do have a new team kind of from last year. But a lot of the transfers that came in were were guys that we had either recruited in high school or coached at some point or, uh, you know, we played against. So there is a level of familiarity there. Uh, but as you mentioned, yeah, I mean, there's there's no shortcut for building that trust and building that relationship other than just spending time with each other. 
Most definitely, because I feel like if a guy trusts and believes in you, he'll play hard for you. You know, mm -hmm. I know when I played, if I believed in a guy, trusted the coach, you know, I'm going to play harder for the guy. If I didn't think the guy was worth a quarter, <laughs> I, might, I might not dive on the floor for that loose ball. I might get a, a burner for that, you know. So uh, that's so key for guys to have that trust with the coach. Because really for me, coach, it's a 40-year relationship. You know, the four years you're there are one thing, two or three years you're there, but you want to lay your 40 years coming to weddings and seeing kids grow older, be successful in life. But once the ball stops, you got to do something beyond the ball. So that's what absolutely. really is key for those kind of connections. That's real connections for life. No, absolutely. I think, as you mentioned, you know, going to weddings, having them bring their kids by and their families by in the future to watch a game where, you know, where their dads used to play and, you know, the, just hearing those stories from their parents. I mean, that's where – that's where it's really fun. I mean, of course, you, you know, you enjoy watching, you know, the Trey Youngs and the Buddy Heels, uh, you know, for, and them go on and, uh, and play in the NBA. And that's exciting to watch on TV. But even, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, uh, you know, to have those guys come back and be around them and see their families and how their lives have gone since then, non-basketball is where it's really, where it's really fun. And how is for you, Coach, the transfer portal change how you, how you get players now? Because now you can talk to the guys directly now without having to go through it. In the middle, like the AAU coach or JUCO guy, you can just talk to him right, right, right away. So, how's that going to change the recruiting for you guys going forward? Also, when you, you've been a national brand anyway, you can get guys from all over the country come to UNLV because it's a national brand. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a combination of both, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, the COVID also changed that a little bit because we weren't able to have visits, um, which that's why we really relied on the relationships we had built through the recruiting process, you know, we have Donovan Williams, for example, who we recruited when I was at Oklahoma. And uh, so we knew him a little bit as a person, as a kid. Um, so it wasn't just completely foreign because you didn't get that visit. You didn't get to sit down at a table and look, you know, across the table from a family eye to eye and kind of see, you know, what's true, what's not, what's, what, you know, where your antenna go up or, or what you, how you trust them or, or anything like that to build that relationship going forward. But um you know, the portal to us is, you know, like the one and done rule or the one and done rule when that was implemented, uh, how social media has kind of changed the college game of basketball uh, and, and, and the NBA, of course, too. But, you know, I, you almost see the portal kind of we see the portal something like that, where you can put resistance up to it if you want, you know, like with the one and done people didn't like it. Coaches refused to kind of buy into it. Then with the social media, you know, they encourage guys, you know, stay off it, stay off it. Uh, you know, and until eventually it just took over. And, and then now with the portal, I think if you're, if you're resistant to it, I think you're behind. And that's why we are, have taken the approach that this is just the way the game's going to be, at least for the next handful of years. So we want to embrace it and try to use it to our advantage as much as possible. And uh, hopefully we're out ahead of it and instead of uh, kind of looking back saying we wish. Most definitely. And the Mountain West is a tough league, Coach, from top to bottom, man. There's no easy nights. Tell us about the league, man. So how has it grown since you, you was in that league when you played out there? Yeah, I mean, the Mountain West is a very tough, respected league. Um, you know you're going to get in a, be in a fight when you play a Mountain West team, and especially, you know, when conference rolls around. Uh, there was a little realignment since I played. You know, when I played uh, BYU was probably our main kind of rival there for a couple of years. And then they obviously went West Coast Conference and, uh, and uh, independent for football. But, uh, you know, having, you know, the additions of Reno, which is also our, you know, our, probably our main rival now and always has been, but they weren't, we didn't play them twice. So now we get to play them twice. But, uh, you know, it, it's a very good league. I mean, San Diego State's definitely been the, you know, carried the flag of the league for a handful of years. So they're the, they're the team to beat. 
and I think everybody knows it and, and it's and nobody's been able to do it for a while. You know, we've had some years, but what coach Fisher and coach Dutcher have done out there is, is, is amazing. And we want to build something like that. You know, we want to build something with a foundation where when kids come in, you know, they fall in line with that culture and that way of life and that way of basketball and, uh, and the winning just continues. And I feel like, you know, I, I think some kids, you know, you don't stand. If you don't go power five, the Mountain West, the MAC, the A-10, the CAA, a good conference to go play in because guess what? As you know, I know both of them, coach, if you can play, they'll find you. The NBA mm-hmm. will come looking for you. And then they'll find you overseas if you can play. So I feel like a lot of kids need to realize, hey, let me go to maybe a non-power five school. It's a good mid-major conference school and really show my skills and look back at John Morant or McCollum or Dame Lillard and get and, and look, look where they at now. No, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, what gets lost so many times is just that power five, that brand name of the power five, you know, and, and as you mentioned, you know, playing, you got to play, <laughs> you know, you know, like you said, they'll find you, but you also have to play to be found. And, uh, you know, the, like you meant, like we talked about earlier, the resources and the interest here. I mean, we charter our flights here at UNLV and, and we've got the, the facilities and the, the interest of any power five. And, uh, you know, the, so, you know, a lot of times just kind of that, that word power five gets thrown around as if there's a, you know, the, the life's just so much better maybe just because of the conference they're in or, or where they're at. But, you know, with a city like Vegas uh, and, a, and a respected conference like the Mountain West, uh, we know that, that we're in a good place. Most definitely. Let me ask you, to Atlanta here. What's your favorite spot to eat here in Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> um, well... It, well, it's not there anymore, but there used to be a, a place right off Roswell Road in Marietta, Miss Winter's Chicken. Oh, yes, I miss them. Those, <laughs> breasts, those wings were good. The three, yes, the three and wings, the gal- that, man, I love miss them. And the, and the uh, gal, we would always, me and my buddies would always get the gallon of sweet tea. Yes, yes. I, oh, yes. I, I miss them dearly. I, I do. I remember that because I'm, I'm, I'm around your age. So I definitely remember Mrs. Winters. I definitely remember that for sure. On the way to school, on the way to Walton from where we lived, we, we would grab Miss Winters or, or Chick-fil-A every morning. Yes, indeed. And last what I got for you is, man, what was your favorite memory coming to an Atlanta Hawks game when you was here with your, when your dad was coaching or just, just in general? What's your favorite moment coming to, to Hawks games? Uh, well, when Unfortunately, when my dad was there, you know, they kind of were building and uh, he was let go like a quarter of the way into his third year. I wish he would have been able to get that third year to see where it would have gone. But I mean, life's worked out well for everybody since then. But either way, you know, the one thing that was always really interesting growing up in college towns, when we got to Atlanta, the the star power that went to the games, uh, you know, with like ludicrous and, uh, <laughs> you know, like the, 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 I mean, the rappers from the Atlanta area, you know, outcasts that would be at the games and, and uh, you know, the actors that lived in that area, that was something I always remembered. Uh, you know, Phillips arena was, you know, the fan support wasn't great at the time, but you could all, you always knew you were going to see somebody famous and oh, yes. being a high school kid that that was pretty cool. Oh, yes, yes. Phillips Arena was always good. I remember going to the old Omni when I was a kid, you know, because I actually grew up in Vine City. So I I didn't grow up that far away from the arena. So, like, you know, for me, 
you know, my dad saved up some money. We go to go to play at the Omni. I'm like, that was my thing. Go watch the play at the Dome. So, get that business, being the business, I get to go to Hawks games all the time. And like, I mean, I'm living the dream, you know. <laughs> this is, yeah, no kidding. My, it's my childhood team, but you're right. But Phil Serena, man, you can always see somebody famous. You don't gonna care who, who, who what can be a random out against the Kings or whoever. Yeah, you'll see somebody famous at the Hawks game. And I saw, I'm like, man, I, I, I love it. That's what's the best thing about our city, man. It's yeah. always somebody out there gonna come to our games and watch it. And look now, now, now with a star like Trey Young, it's uh it's just gonna keep going. It's funny. Look over there, you see Cardi B, you see Two Chains, <laughs> you see Usher, you see Tripper Jones, you see all the Julio Jones well, for now. <laughs> you know, you see, you yeah. see <laughs> you know, you see all those guys across the world. Like, man, we just hey, the Hawks said no, even the news we were tanking, we still had all the people at the games. It's yeah. gonna take yeah. a no year. Question. So yeah, it's a great thing, man. But yeah, coach, hopefully you come play and play Georgia Tech. Hopefully Josh will play you. You come Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Get back to Atlanta for a little bit. Yes, sir. Hey, Coach, you be safe and talk to you real soon. Best luck to you, man. Uh, I, I'm glad you got the job. I hope to do this with you down the road here in August, maybe in September as well. All right. Thank you. Anytime. You let me know. We'll do, Coach. Thank you so much, brother. All right. Have a good one. You too now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.